Hello and welcome to episode two of the We Know Nothing podcast. I'm just going to put a quick disclaimer that this episode is a bit more serious and it might have some sensitive content that some listeners may not want to hear as this episode is about mental health, specifically for men, as it is Men's Mental Health Month, as it is November that we're recording this in. Uh, yep, so a uh, bit of a change from last week, though. Yes, yeah, so we've gone from football and taken the mick out of two people to... Uh, two men. Two men, as well, to uh, talking about possible issues with men's mental health. And I want to start off with saying... Although it's starting to become more apparent, I think it doesn't get talked about enough in just society in general. I think men's mental health is still looked, it's like cast away to the side compared to women's, or just it, it's not even bothered looking at at all. Um, you know, it's men's mental health month and I don't care that I come to this uni. The student union of John Moore's still hasn't put a single thing about men's mental health this month. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. That's mental. That is awful. Because they'll put anything for different races. I mean, they were just talking about black people's hair last week, or like two weeks ago. Yeah. And that, like, it's men's mental health month, and they haven't put a single thing up. But, um, it's odd, isn't it? It's... I don't know. it me. I mean... Didn't do anything for a uh, good point. Actually, didn't do anything for Movember either. No, like, the sport, uh, the sport is LJMU sport is that yeah. I see a lot of their posts about like the football players or like people in the sports that have done Movember and they've got a charity set up. Yeah, but I haven't seen the student union do anything about it. Which is like you're meant to be like the entire embodiment for this. Like you're meant to be the biggest support we have. Yeah, and you've not done anything. Go on up, shooting union. Yeah, beef. I beef. will. Yeah, I'll get kicked out. This <laughs> is <laughs> the last episode. Um, I think, I mean, we can go into it. Uh, for me, I think it comes from the stigma of what uh, a, ma- like a man needs to be. Um, yeah, very true. Uh, there's, there's expectations on women as well, but I feel like it's particularly pushed strongly with men. Yeah. Um, I want to say this right off the bat as well. This is not an insult to women or women's mental health. That matters no. as much as men's mental health. Yeah, e- I believe in equality. I think it's something that we need. I may joke about it, but it is completely a joke. I do want equality. Um, but women's mental health or just... I think women are starting to get more support online compared to men. Like, if I know that... I don't know if this is still true, but a few months ago, if you searched up, um, uh, my husband is attacking me, it comes up with a help, like an, uh, a number. And then if you put my wife is attacking me, it doesn't. Yeah, it's just uh, it's, it's just crazy. Small things like that, I suppose. And it's like, for me, it's like, it's almost like there's this thing now where it's like, yeah, men's mental health, oh yeah, like, there is like they do suffer as well. And we need to do more. The only um, issue I but think then, is like, there's never actually any um, action on it. Yeah. So um, every now and then a company will post, "Oh, it's Men's Mental Health Month," and like you know, oh, this is the amount like one in three. What what is it? It's like one man dies every minute. One man kills himself every minute. I That's think, all they'll um, put. They won't actually put out help schemes. Uh, what's his name? 
uh, Kemp. Uh, I forgot his first name now. He was like, I'm a celeb. Um, Is it Roman? Uh, yeah, yeah. Horst um, thingy, didn't he? Radio 1. Radio 1. Yeah. I think he's done more for men's mental and young men's mental in particular individual than most companies and stuff have. Fair. Yeah. Ever, really. That's what, there's just no ambassadors um, at all in like the global community for men's mental health. There's just yeah. no one that you can think he, they are supporting men's mental health and they're, they're trying to like help the world. Every year, you'll get one post, maybe from about 30 people on their story that say it's Men's Mental Health Month. Yeah. And earlier this month, um, a guy that I used to go to school with was, uh, he was, uh, he took his uh, own life because I, I, I don't know, no one knows the real reason, obviously. I wasn't that close to him, but he took his own life. And, um, you know, it just shatters people around him, you know, and like, it's never the right option. And like, to feel that low to the point where you want to kill yourself, it's just that, it's just horrendous. I mean, that is like, the young men in particular, I know, is another focus. Because like, even though, again, they've there's more folk on it now. It still seems like young men seem to struggle the most. Yeah, um, because for the past few years, it's just been that, well, not past few years, but like over the last decades, it's known that you've got to be a man, you've got to be strong, you can't show emotions, everything like that. Yeah. And it's obviously there's been gender roles for women that are looked down upon now, and they should be. Yeah. But... Uh, I think there's been a massive push to break the women gender roles. Yeah, I haven't seen a big push for men's. No, like, um, I don't think you mind me sharing this. Me, uh, my little brother's doing a uh, Morris dancing now, mm-hmm. which is fair play to him. That's what he wants to do. Yeah, um, he want to play football. He don't like it. He don't like rugby. That's fair enough. And I think that is almost still frowned upon. Yeah, well, um, people will genuinely see a guy on a dance stage and think um, that's weird. And I don't see why... Uh, I, it, I don't see how it's any different to a, a woman like taking up football. Or exactly. I'm all so f- I like, I'm really happy to see the women's football get a massive push. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing to see, and especially because Arsenal women's are so good. Um, yeah. <laughs> and let's be honest, the women, the England women's team... England women's are better than the England men's team <laughs> at the moment. Further than the men's have, so yeah, since 66, so... I just um, think... But yeah, on to the actual topic. I think, you know, f- like I was on about the guy that uh, took his own life earlier this month, I think it's so mad. He had a trial with Derby, and then he moved to a non-league team, the Clover FC. And for him to just take his own life like that, yeah, it's like he had potential, let's face it. He was already in the first team, like clean, uh, team sheet. Some serious stuff messed him up, but because he's built up this masculine personality, yeah. he couldn't talk about it to anyone, and it just well, shattered him to the point where he tried to kill himself. I think particularly if you're a, a sports person, does it, uh, particularly then you're expected to have the... Because, like, even though it's kind of, it's slightly unrelated, but the fact that there's no, uh, well, until recently, there was no 
active gear, like ma male footballers. I think that's everything. There was the Australian. I remember he that was last the first year. One, last year it was the first. It's crazy. It's 2021, and that's the first openly gay football player. I think player. that says everything. Really, I mean, it shows discrimination around the sport, but it shows as well that there is an expectation. It's just awful. The, the academy or whatever, yeah. and growing it up from the academy, um, that they have to be a certain way. Obviously, we know that there's two England players that are possibly in a relationship with each other. Yeah. And obviously, Gary Lineker said that he wanted them to uh, come out at the World Cup. Yeah, which is... It's a bit risky in Qatar. Yeah. Because of their horrendous I don't know why, why he came out and said that. Like, he's basically... To be fair, he has, ba yeah, he has just thrown them in. And like, Cause there now is he, gay. Cause like, now there's two gays. But then again, is that... You looking as in isolating them too? Or is that him doing that, do you reckon? I don't know. Is he but doing that in a bad way? It, it kind of like throws them to the wolves a bit, doesn't it? And now you get people speculating about who it is. And it's just not right. Like, why? Like, you no. don't need, like, when they come out, like, just let them take the time because yeah. it's massive. For, for you to be such a, you know, if you're in the England squad, you're a massive player I mean, and you're an idol to so many. It will be so hard for you just to like from possibly have your view changed just because of the one thing. Outside, I think I really do worry from what will happen when they do. I think because I think yeah. um, I they've cracked down on it a bit a bit more the last few years, but I feel like still don't I mean, think the discrimination that goes on at football in you still get all this racism. Is, you still get and it'll. It will, we don't know yet, but it will be possibly the same, if not worse, when a player actually comes out as Yeah, I game. mean, I think it'd be like Saka, Sancho, Rashford situation again on the off-seed. I mean, fair play, obviously, we've known Saka was the one that recovered the most from that one. Rashford and Sancho, like, people are slating their performances. Got to remember what they went through. Yeah. They were racially abused for an entire summer. Yeah, it's just not easy not to get o over that. No matter how much money you're making, it's no. still not easy because it's still emotional pain. Well, I think that's a good point. Actually, good, brought a good point that uh, there's this expectation that if you're uh, making a lot of money, you're just happy. You, yeah, you have you, no right to have like, emotion. I that will heal everything. Oh, money's a, a great healer. Say shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's. I think. Sancho and Rashford haven't been their greatest, obviously. But to be fair, yeah. Rashford's starting to pick it up. Sancho obviously fell ill at a horrible time because he could have gotten into uh, the England squad, maybe. Uh, oh, I've just remembered one, actually. Um, Sam Fender, actually, uh, he took a break. Oh, no, I don't think it's a long break, but he took a break from music because um, he should have gone with his mental health. Really? Um, yeah. Which is... I mean, again, he's like... It's fair play to him, but I guarantee you there's people on his Twitter atting him saying, why would you do that? Yeah, I know. Like, how dare you? Um, and again, I think it comes again as well from this pressure on him to be... Because people have built up this expectation yeah. that all big performers, anything... Especially with him being, like, rock as well. Like, oh, yeah. Rock star, it's like... And then <laughs> tough as nails, mate. Yeah. Um, 
so I, I, I can understand that. I can I can understand why he's probably struggling with that. I just don't. Uh, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't reported widely enough for me either. Like, I mean, I didn't know that. You're see, the you're the only one who talked. When was this? Um, a couple of months ago, he came out. Like, he's not cancelled his tour either, though. He's not even cancelled his tour. He's still gonna go and he's still playing at St James. Yeah. Next year and everything. Um. So even despite the fact he's he's struggling, he's still performing for his fans. I think um, we look at their lives and we think that they have a great life, but they have a lot of expectation on them. They have a lot, a lot of, pressure of pressure on them. Yeah. And when it all starts to feel like it's falling apart. Well, they still have to perform. They still have to do this as if they're on the top of the game, and it's yeah. just hard, really, yeah. to keep that level. I mean, and then as for people in, you know, your more everyday jobs, like, um, um, I may as well tell the story as well because I don't think I mind. So my dad was uh, is an accountant, right? Um, and during. During lockdown, he was like, he had a, a lot of pressure on him. He, he was doing a, a yeah. lot more, he, like above his pay grade, really. Okay. And it really took an effect on him, and he got really bad anxiety to the point where he had like physical, like he thought there's something physically wrong with him. Like mm. he was ringing the doctor what, a lot like, as well. That's what is that? There's a term for that. Is it health anxiety? Yeah. Um, mm. Like he was ringing the doctor for it and everything. He was at, yeah. having to do like um, sessions, like help sessions for it, and like because he genuinely thought like there was something more wrong with him. Yeah. Um. But I feel like that all came from his work and just and and then even still, even when they found out, they, I still don't feel like he got the support there that he he needed. Yeah, uh, I don't think time. workplaces has good HR. He was still having to do all the work for you. Like, he wasn't given a break or anything. So, um, so that's just an example for me, a close example where, again... I'm, I'm quite lucky that I don't have close examples, really. Um, but, yeah, it, was, it wasn't... It was quite a scary time. Like, it wasn't, wasn't good. Um But he is actually thinking of becoming a, like a, like, like a, what do they call it now? Mental health counsellor, is it? I don't know the right term. Um, but well, yeah, he's actually, looking into, right. he's actually looking into doing that now because he's, he's proper, like, since that, he's proper research, research anxiety and, like, so, yeah. Nice. I think it would be good. Just a counsellor. Councillor. Yeah, I think it's weird though that the only people that seem to like want to stand up for men's mental health is the people that suffer the most. Yeah. Then he's text someone, yeah. Text someone that's been through it to have to speak up and take action. Yeah. Or whatever. It's like, it's not right. During this month, have you seen any celebrity openly talk about men's mental health? No. Unless you would have mentioned it, like, I wouldn't have known. I wonder if you ask, if you do a survey of 
lot of thousand people here in Liverpool, how many of them would say that they know it's men's mental health month? How many? I reckon I would say maybe ten. What's she saying? <laughs> what? What's she saying? <laughs> Put her hand up. Use use James's mic if you want to speak. Oh, bloody hell! Sorry for the uh, the I mic. I know it's men's mental health month. Just saying. That's good. See, that oh, is good. Nice. I was aware. Good. So that makes eleven people, if you think about it that way. I haven't asked ten yet. Oh, ask ten, and then I'll be the eleventh person. Maybe you were one of the ten. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so nine ago, and then you've got it. Yeah. But there's different like mental health months. Like May is like the main general one, and yeah. then like obviously November. But I feel like people look at November, they're like, oh, no shave November, and then but that is like for men's mental health that I don't think a lot of people actually realise. Yeah. That is, it is for that charity. Um. True that. Yeah, people will take the mick out of people's moustaches because they look awful. It's just the truth. People genuinely do that. If like some people did that to uh, my teacher in the sick form in year twelve, he was he was teaching me in my core maths and he had like a proper, I can't remember what moustache it was, but it was proper. And then it nearly curled up. He nearly had a proper like almost Italian moustache. And oh yeah, yeah, like uh, <laughs> like the butcher from uh, yeah, 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 Gangs of New York. So he had that. And people would take the mick out of them. But it's for a good cause. It's like, it's literally... Them tashes are cool. Exactly. I thought it was nice. It was a surprise, because normally you always, you just had, you always used to just keep a stubble. So when we came in, obviously we had half term, so you must have just grown out over half term. And just seeing without, it's like, what the hell? It was a surprise, but I rated it. Yeah. I mean, wish I could get any further than this, but I can't, to be honest. <laughs> I, ca- I, can grow, I can grow that, but it's not great. And then I just get this. Yeah. Awful chin hair. It will get there eventually. Um, it will. Just trying to think then. Um, is there anything else you were, would like to add? I'm trying to think. I just want more awareness for this shit, man. Yeah. It's just so annoying. Right. But at the same time, the awareness will end up just being a gimmick. Like the Black Lives Matter when they... um. You know, the footballers kneeling down on the pitch. It's yeah. just a gimmick now. It doesn't have a message behind it anymore. No. It it's just routine. Yeah. Like, there needs to be more action. Taking a knee will not stop anything, like Zaha yeah. says. It, just, it won't do anything. No. It's still there. It just needs to be more... Like, for me, if someone is diagnosed with anxiety... Yeah. They shouldn't have to carry on going to work or... Are doing like it's just like having something physically wrong with you. It's just like it's health at the end of the day. It's just, yeah, and that's the problem mental health and, and physical health are almost like one's more supported than the other. Yeah, yeah, you break your leg, oh, you're you're allowed off. You, you know, you go in hospital, you're all the I'm hoping that in, in, in 20 30 years we'll be all in work and we'll all have these support schemes for both mental and physical. Like equal for both yeah but I don't know it just the progress just doesn't seem to be there I mean I suppose it's a good time to have this uh, rant social media is uh, not a help at all it's a hindrance no. if anything um, Go on, explain it can why. help push more awareness 
but it also um, just gives people that like a, it gives a voice for people that can just kind of mock it and stuff. Yeah, and and try and make it a meme essentially. Um, yeah, I, I get what you mean. And the next one is since I mean we're on about young young men's mental health and just young people in general, why they struggle so much. They struggle so much because of social media. Yeah, there's no protection. No, on social media, you it's just to, in you're so in a world. Someone back in the day, you had to go face to face. There's no regulation. Like we no. learned this in year thirteen as well. There's just no regulation in it. There's TV regulation. You know, you have got the watershed, which protects harmful content from kids by yeah. making it so it only has to be after nine. There's I nothing on social media. There's no regulatory body. I wasn't allowed my first phone until I started high school. I'm quite glad of that, to be honest. What's high school? I wasn't allowed my first mobile phone until I was in high school. What's that? Is high school secondary school? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I'm not American. <laughs> <laughs> so you're 11, how old were you? 11. Yeah, 11. 11, yeah. That, that was the yeah. same with me, but all my friends had it before. And I just thought weird. Um, and obviously there's also uh, PlayStation, Xbox as well. Stuff. Oh, the classic Xbox um, and PlayStation chats that were just yeah. horrendous. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of time it's just nonsense, so it's easy to just like laugh it off. But obviously, you can also get some like really like it's a can be a very toxic place. Yeah. Um, another thing with the social media companies, they don't do enough. Uh, as in. They don't like crack down on anything. Like if someone's wearing abused, they don't crack down on it enough. We might see that happen. Um, yeah, they just need to wash out more of the the negative comments and clean it up. But they're just they're not asked. It's just it's just very hard, I think. But I mean, Elon's too busy. Trying I think there's to too many at this point for them to just get rid of them. Elon's try too busy trying to legalize slave labor. Um, he's got, he's to, going to do anything office. else. Um, Guess how old I was when I got my first like social media app, and it was Facebook, and it was my sister that put me on it. Eight. Younger. Five. Older. Six. Six years old, and I think that had a detrimental effect on. Yeah. And then now my mom will not let my little brother, who's just turned thirteen, who's really struggled with his mental health, use it because it had such a detrimental effect on me that I wouldn't leave my room because I was just addicted. Yeah, yeah, it's not. So yeah, and it's had a really bad like effect on him, and he's had to go through like the full system, and he and he wouldn't like leave the house, and he didn't even go on social media, but because everyone else was on it, he felt so isolated. Yeah. So yeah, just from like obviously like the lad's point of view, my little brother he has diagnosed anxiety and like sensory issues, mm. so bringing that obviously special needs into there as well, like it is absolutely awful like seeing them, and obviously it's like a new generation. And it's what like the older people are giving us, if that makes sense. And we've got to kind of like live yeah. a bit and deal with it. And it's like get get not like getting over it, but doing something to stop it. Which obviously you guys are talking about now, and it's great. So I just wanted to add that. Thank you. Um, well, you were talking about Elon. Oh yeah. Well, he's about not, he's Elon, not, Twitter is a nightmare. He's he's not really helping. He's making things worse actually. Yeah. Because he's, he's certainly not helping his staff's mental health at the moment. Um, it's, the same with, it's the same with what happened with uh, Amazon. Again, their delivery the, drivers. 
money man. Although I've heard Jeffrey Bezos is donating most of his earnings to charity, but A, could be a lie. Probably. I'm trusting him. And it just, I hope he's going to donate it to the right charities, though. He still owes his ex-wife money, isn't he? Probably. He owes a lot of people money. He probably Um, still owes workers money. Lex Luthor himself. Literally. Um, But yeah, I think it's... In companies like that, there's a disconnect from the, whoever's at the top to to the bottom. Um, yeah, and so are the users that use it to to them were just numbers. Yeah, on a on a, on a sheet. Oh. I think when you're such a big company, I think it is hard though for you to keep connections with like your lower level workers because the amount of levels of hierarchy you have in no yeah. business it'll be hard but at the same time that's what hr managers are for yeah and it's your responsibility as owner or if, if you're a department owner it's your responsibility to make sure you have the right hr staff employed yeah i just think money takes takes priority every time over anything and we, um, and yeah and also but like we've come we, we said this earlier, but it's like people are scared to come out if they're like struggling. Like, people say, well, if you're an Amazon worker, you'll struggle to come out and say that you're struggling because yeah. you think you might lose your job. Yeah, but that's actually money is the main one of the main causes of bad men to talk about as well, actually. Yeah, it's all vicious cycle here because obviously, if you're struggling money wise, that's then, the you, then you're going to put more hours in, which yeah. is more stress, and, and then you're going to worry. And currently with the living crisis, um, oh yeah, Thanks we have the Tories to thank. Well, yeah. um, obviously, with that, I mean, mental health now is, is probably after COVID as well. It's probably at its lowest point since maybe the Great Depression, possibly. Which, uh, but that was that mainly American. No, my great grandmother. Really, uh, like same times was really. Like, I did not know really that. bad at that time. Yeah, um, I was not. I'm not educated on the Great Depression. Um, did you do history? No, oh. my great. I just oh. learned from my great grandmother. Oh, um, well, that would be fair, actually. Um, she was working at the time, and she was getting practically fuck all. Fucking hell. Um, and pouring in loads of hours and loads of. It was it was essentially slave labor, and like. Yeah. Just getting nothing out, and then. You know, she couldn't. There was days where she used to go to like feed like uh, my nan and my uncles and aunts. Um, so stuff like that. And, but but that's point is like now it's it's sort of getting to that point again. Um, yeah, with prices going up, and the pound just keeps falling. Uh, for the the working class, it's like you can barely like feed your kids or or warm your house for the winter. Yeah, when um, I went back home, my mum just did not have the heating on. My heating was never on. Yeah, we had to limit it to like... We're just cold. Once or twice a day. And yeah, only for like a certain spell. So <coughs> it's, it's, but that's obviously going to have a, a massive fa- impact. But yeah, again, nothing will be said about it. Will these people get help? Um, not just financially, but like will they get mental yeah. help, which they're going to need? Um, probably not. When I think of my own problems that I had, 
uh, mentally. It was right in the massive bit of COVID. And it was, uh, what's it? Um, I don't know. It was just a bunch of paranoia about my family if they'd fall sick. Yeah. And like, well, because we had no idea how deadly it was at the time. I was worried that they'd fall sick and I was like proper panicking about uh, anyone if we would ever get out of it and just every day being the same thing over and over again. Yeah, I agree on that one because I, um, I also suffered from it in, 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 a bit in that as well, but that was obviously because, well, obviously with what was going on with my dad. Yeah. Uh, my great-grandmother died around that time as well. Um, and then obviously, as you say, it was kind of like, it's like a, a, a the way I seen it, it was hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel at the time, wasn't it? Yeah, it seemed like we it just had like, no hope. Yeah. It seemed like the whole world didn't know at that time. It was only like second and third lockdown, other countries were just handling even, it better than us. Even when vaccines came out, it was like, are these going to work? They rushed uh, them out, and everyone, some people were paranoid, some people were rooming, it was like, just not ethical at all. Um, some people were saying it just didn't work, it would like give you like, a weird thing. I had, I've had, I had both I got jabs quite lucky. and a booster. Which one? I I never got my booster because I had COVID, and you have to wait like eight weeks. I just didn't bother. Um, what what? Uh, which one did you get? I got Pfizer, so I got I felt got quite Pfizer lucky. Pfizer for the first two to give me a different one for the booster. Though. I think they did that, didn't they? They gave yeah. a lot of people like Moderna. Uh, and that one really like. Yeah, people said the booster was My the immune system at the beginning of this year after getting that, because it was the beginning of this year when I got it like January, my immune system took months to recover yeah. from that. Yeah, it took longer some people to had it for ages. Than it did from COVID. It's just so dumb. It's like, and it's just such a massive risk, but. I found it weird how much having COVID affects you mentally as well. Like, that's what I found. When I had it, I was like, I was. Just, I was all right. I don't think I had it bad. So I I didn't have it really bad. Um, Did you have any symptoms? Just just basically a cold. That's all I had. I had fever. Um, oh yeah, and I kept fe- feeling really hot and dead cold. Just kept switching. Um, I mean, I just would water like mad. Yeah. Um, but now I've recovered quite. I've got long COVID. So that has given me really bad back pain. Ah, uh, yeah. So nothing aching. COVID is not fun. And yet everyone was like, it's just the flu. It's not just the flu. And there you go. And that's got Really like, painful. That's going to have like, effects on mental health as well. Having long COVID. Like, Having long COVID. And it just like, it may feel no like you're like unable no one's, to do something. No one's yeah, actually sure how long long COVID lasts. Yeah, it's just this like, new thing that just spawned upon us. Yeah. But, yeah, when it was, uh, like, the peak of COVID, like, just after that summer, I was, um, what was I doing? I I also, this is actually completely unrelated, but I also struggle sometimes if I start thinking about, I don't think this is really mental health related, but if I start thinking about what happens after we die, I will not be able to sleep for hours and it just worries me and then I end up getting into this thing like what happens when my mum dies or my dad dies yeah. how will I feel how am I going to like yeah I have that one I manage mean, not so much with myself with myself I'm a bit more like, I'm it? dead I like honestly I really don't want to die like I just <laughs> I would like I just can't 
wrap my head around what happens next. It's just the fear of the unknown for me. Yeah, I get that. I think a lot of people have that. I think that's why they turn to um, a w- big reason why I don't judge anyone for having a religion or anything like that because it, it, it gives them a, them a belief. Um, yeah. Because like my mum's, she's not really like strong Catholic. She is Catholic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think for her, it's mostly about the old side of it of having like an afterlife, an afterlife, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Comfort so, um, it's about to be about our disagreements on it. Still, that's what helps, and that's what helps in it. Um, but yeah, um, I don't think what else now. Um, I don't really have a lot else to say. I can't think of anything at the moment. What time are we on, James? What are we? Uh, She's been recording for 32 minutes. 32. 55 seconds. Nice. Basically 33 minutes. Now. Yeah. Um, going to close up in any closing notes. I don't know. Have you got any weekly other weekly news? Um, We've got the Tony thing. The Tony... Uh, yeah. Actually. Ivan Tony. Got that does actually, ca- actually can link in, can't it, as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Him? Right. So, yeah, I said that to you actually, messages. Yeah. yeah. So, Ivan Tony just got done for his gambling whilst playing for Brentford. He did it 232 times. The FA have obviously punished him, but if he's done it 232 times in the last six years, I think it shows an addiction which needs support more than anything. It yeah. needs help, not just a punishment. Yeah. He needs to clearly be able to get out of that state which is hard. You know, it happened to Michael Jordan, one of the greatest basketball players of all time, if not the yeah. greatest. He had a gambling addiction. Because a gambling addiction is just like a drug addiction or an alcohol addiction. It's exactly. It's just you can't stop and you need support for yeah. it. You give it's support a, to people with drug addictions and they it's, can't. It's a, it's a mental thing. It's like, can't help it. So, clearly, if he's doing it to It's obviously, it doesn't have as much health issues as <laughs> drinking or drugs, but it's just the mental side of it. No. But, I mean, you're losing money, aren't you? Yeah. As well, I mean, yeah, like but then again, I mean, I mean, this also comes into football, but it just depends on what you get fined. Yeah, because um, I don't think they said that they. They just no. said he's like been. Well, he's got to respond first, and they give him a chance to respond. Um, but yeah, I think it's. Well, what other news have we got? It, uh, I'm trying to think now. A uh, house. That is not linked to men's mental health. Oh, well, it's that something successful that you have done. We're doing a, a uni a uni life podcast in, uh, sometime soon. Very so good idea. Mention in, it then. In sometime soon. So, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it then, which hopefully we should have it by then. Anything else on men's mental health? No, I can think of. Just, obviously, if you're going through a hard time, seek help. Yeah. Like Paddy Pimblett said, in his, he's a big ambassador. Yeah, Ooh. he's quite good for it. Paddy the baddie. Paddy the baddie. He's, yeah. he's a good lad for that. Yeah. Mm. Obviously, I think it's just, I don't know, there's just, there is some support, but I don't think there's enough. And obviously, you have to cut your way to find it. It's not obviously just right there like it could be for yeah. others. I think something, so sorry, I think something as well is like how easy is it to, as like the whole thing of like toxic masculinity, what you were saying before, like how easy is it to go and get that help without for like lads as well being seen as like weak yeah like yeah. how that it's Very like true. actually yeah. and a lot of people don't want to recover and a lot of men won't think they're actually going through something something that they'll just yeah. have to get over yeah so it's like about that you could 
so just yeah. the whole kind of like push it down the night thing yeah so if, I, if i'm if i don't think it, it's not yeah you just got to toughen up um but that's just not true i think that can be the thing mentally because it's not something you can see it kind of like yeah people, just a lot i think a lot of people they just it's just people they just like old men just like they suffer in silence yeah. and it then ends up taking a toll on them like yeah. physically as well as just mentally i can't imagine because our generation what it's like it never really gets mentioned yeah older people suffering from mental health, like health issues but like that's probably because they don't come out at all with it because it, it was not just not a done thing for them. I, yeah like, their generation was like the big like tough tough man yeah like, stay-at-home wife yeah. that was it so uh what was gonna say i did actually think so oh yeah uh one other person that did speak out about it um mm -hmm. And I actually got a lot of respect from after doing this. Yeah. Although I do feel like you can suffer from toxic masculinity at times. Right. Um, I think there's still issues that everyone with. But Tyson Fury did actually um, go through it. And I know in, in his books and stuff, he... Oh, yeah. And on the yeah. Chujordi... I mean, I listened to that Chujordi podcast, and I think that was like... That was a big one for me. Yeah. I think, um, especially with him being the man that he is, like, Litchie, heavyweight... Champion, isn't champion, champ, yeah. yeah. Like one of the most yeah. masculine men you'll meet. Talking about how he's so especially yeah for and boxing and for fighting in general to have ambassadors for men's mental health and like being weak yeah. in like air quotes. Yeah, it's a it's a big thing because that helps a lot. They're meant to be the toughest guys, but they too can suffer, yeah. and it's just good to put that on the map. It's yeah. just good to have that knowledge, yeah. and if you're suffering, then you have these people that you can look up to and think they got out of it so can I I mean if Tyson Fury is admitting it and if Paddy Pimlet's doing it then it's like yeah just shows it's it's alright because they're literally fighters so but yeah I think um, it's an ongoing cycle trying to get a message to young people yeah well with young people I feel there can be a bit of a arrogance or uh, or a stubbornness at times um to almost listen um right not with everyone with some people yeah. it's just but with some people i do feel like they can just be a general like because i'm i'm young I'm, I'm i'm fine um yeah can be the general thinking but it's it's, it's just not how it works i mean especially i mean like with university, obviously, there's a lot of pressure there. There's a lot of stress. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it happens at GCS. I mean, I really struggled uh, with my GCSEs, which eventually led to me failing most of them. Um, mm. I don't know. I, I didn't... I, I just buckled under the pressure. Like, I literally was good. Like, yeah. I was always, like, a, near the top of the class in mocks. Uh -huh. And then when it came to the actual thing, just the the pressure got on me. Yeah. Um. Probably didn't help myself much, like either, because I just kind of like when I'm a person, just try to like avoid it, like. Yeah, you push it away yeah. so that it's in the back of your mind, so that you don't even think about what it. you can do. Yeah. It, a mistake you make with that a lot of times is just anything to avoid it. Yeah. So yeah, so, yeah I think. Um, 
Have we got Did any we? more points? No. I can think of now. Alright, well, I'm not an expert, but obviously, if you're suffering, don't suffer in silence. Do your best. Get help. Even if you think you're being weak, you're not. Yeah. It's actually a lot braver and a lot stronger if you go out and seek help. It's a lot better for you. And when the uh, you, you'll get rewarded at the end of the day when you finish. And I think the key thing as was if like when with your friends just kind of like support each other, um, yeah, a lot. And if you can't do that with your friend, uh, you might wanna consider going uh, whether it should really be your friend or not. To be honest. Um, yeah, don't pick friends just because they you know they take the mick out of people and not they they have a laugh. You need to find people that you know will be there for you when you need them. Yeah. Um, that's all. Um, yeah, well, thank you guys uh, yep, for, thanks for listening. listening to episode two. Rest in peace, Finn Bowen. And um, we hope to see you next episode.